Congratulations! You found it! The most inappropriate book club you never knew you were missing. Starring the original book divas, Martha Steele, Vonnie Golden, and Nicole Shaded. Also featuring book nerd, Jessica Butcher. These people are passionate about books, maybe a little too passionate. Plotting world domination, one book at a time, they are three book girls. Yeah, something about that long weekend with the event and everything, I was just exhausted. It wasn't a long weekend, but it was a busy weekend. Yeah. And then I went... All day Sunday. And then I went to edit the podcast from the live event (laughs) and discovered there was only 12 minutes of it recorded. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Hate when that happens. Yeah. So unfortunately, that's why you're not hearing the live podcast on this particular stream. If you want to look at it, you can go to Facebook Live. The whole thing's there. It's just... We have the whole thing videoed on Facebook Live. Well, most of it. My phone died like an hour and a half into it. So missing a little bit at the end, but not too much. So it's just one of those situations where here we are on a Monday night. (laughs) Well, you know, last week it was early Sunday morning. This week it's on a Monday. We'll get it straight eventually, guys. And we're all exhausted. I'm tired. Nicole walked out walked out into the parking lot on her way to a dentist appointment this afternoon and caught me taking a freaking nap in my car. Yep. Because <laughs> I had said to Vonnie, geez, I fell asleep in my car. I hope nobody saw me. <laughs> and Vonnie, you know what she's doing right now? She is double dipping caffeine. Show her. <laughs> oh, I took my dip out. Oh, I'd have sh- to get the can. She's got these little <laughs> pouch things mm-hmm. that look like dip. Except for it's coffee. It's like coffee grounds. And you just suck on it and get the caffeine out of it and then spit them out. Travis likes a deer jerky or like a, a jerky dip. Uh, jerky the one dip. that, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I've, I've seen it before. I think his his dad dips like tobacco. Yeah. And so I think when he was a kid, his dad would buy him oh. like the turkey kind. That mm-hmm. way they, Cause it you comes know, they don't mess with it. that any. looks like Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he always thought it was, he still thinks that he's so, <laughs> I randomly, his dad. he's bought it once since I've been dating him. That's and I'm just awesome. like, you're a dork. <laughs> <laughs> but these are actually are caffeine. So yeah. a lot of times if I'm really tired, I'll like put one of those in my mouth and drink a cup of That's coffee. That's what she was doing just now. She was double dipping. She was sitting there drinking Starbucks and she had one of those in her mouth. But I didn't want to try to talk on the podcast with it in my mouth. Yeah. I'm a new dipper, so I don't have a quite She sounds like this when she talks. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, Monday night. Holy shit, you guys. But it was a fun event, though. I mean, I had a good time. I talked way too much. I think think we were all fine. I talked more than I should have talked. And not everybody got the chance to talk because of such a loud mouth. I told you I was too busy over there drinking wine with Kayla. Me and Kayla drank three <laughs> glasses of wine while we were sitting I saw there. her get up and go get one more wine at like, some point. Thanks a lot, you guys. I sat there with one beer for two hours and didn't even get a glass of water. And you two were over there drinking wine. Well, by the time you said anything, I was on my third glass of wine. I'm like, I should really ask Kayla if, hey, something shiny. <laughs> <laughs> You were having way too much fun over there. Well, you got to have fun. Yep. And it was fun. It really was. I thought the coolest part was after it was finished, some of the people that came that didn't know each other before were talking, were having a conversation about books That's afterwards. So it was like we've created this special new tribe yeah. where the people in the tribe are all getting to know each other. And it's so cool. I'm mm-hmm. so excited about the whole thing. And one of my friends that came. You know, after it was all over, her little girl wanted to go buy a book. Mm -hmm. So they went and bought a book, and then she wanted me to read her the book. I saw you reading the book at 
or a book yeah. to her. It was fancy. When I was it was leaving. a fancy Nancy book. Yeah, uh, she wanted me to read it to her. I thought that was so sweet. Aww. Did you talk to the the Jessica? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. She. I think she was trying to like talk to us, but then I was leaving, and then she was in a conversation, and I was like, okay. Yeah, we had a couple of people that, like I said, there were there were actually quite a few people there that we had not previously met, mm-hmm. and so. A lot of them didn't really hang around afterwards. Some of them were talking to each other. One of them came up and spoke to us. And it was Jessica? And it was Jessica, What'd yeah. she say? Oh, she was talking about how she didn't know about us before. She saw an ad that I placed on Facebook, and that's how she found out about us. And she was just so excited that, you know, because The Goldfinch was her favorite book. Mm-hmm. And she was really just so happy that she found us. Yeah, That's awesome. So cool. I think overall, it was a lot of fun. And... They've asked us to come back, so we're going to do it again at some point. I don't know when. It can't be right away because I don't think my heart can take it. (laughs) There's too much stress. (laughs) It was fun, though. I had a good time. There's a few things that we need to do a little different next time, but you don't know until you do it once. I told Travis I was just really happy I didn't get stage fright. (laughs) I I was really surprised at how how bold you were, Nicole. I think you did really good because, you know, I know know you have anxiety, so Mm -hmm. I was a little worried, but geez, you bailed me out a couple of times. Because I was all... I think it's because I was looking at Tyler instead of anybody else. (laughs) I was just like... I was kind of focusing my attention that way and not Mm -hmm. looking to the crowd, Uh, maybe, but I don't know. But I also didn't really feel... I I was really nervous going in, and then I I think I just put my boss bitch pants on once I sat down at the table and was like, I felt okay. I'm so used to facing you guys. It's like all being in a line at a table was so foreign, and I had no microphone in front of me, except I had it in my hand. And you couldn't stand up? I couldn't stand up. That was the biggest and you worst You kept standing part. up and standing on my mic cord. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not used to sitting down. It was just so foreign. It was very, very weird. But I think the best part is getting to know some of the people that we have met through the podcast because it's just so cool meeting people who love to read. Mm-hmm, it is. And, you know, I was telling, um, I do, a, I volunteer at a rabbit rescue also. A rabbit rescue? A, a rabbit rescue. And I was talking to one of the ladies who runs the rabbit rescue and she is a reader. Oh. So she said that she was going to listen to our podcast too. Very cool. My mom said she watched our Facebook live. Cindy, our sales manager... She said she watched our Facebook Live. Really? Did she really? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's well, awesome. You know, it's 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 kind of weird because that's probably the least sweary we've ever been in our lives. I, I you know, know, I actually thought we about public. this and how embarrassed I was going to be if you start talking started talking about penises. <gasps> I would never. <laughs> when we were in the car on the way there, I said, "All right, we need to get it all out now. Fuck, 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 penis, penis, penis." <laughs> <laughs> no, actually Kayla said that. Yeah. She went, "Penis, penis, penis." <laughs> Well, she just beat me to the penis because that was my next. Oh, now that's really what Martha should have said. (laughs) (laughs) I swear if we go and go back through our episodes, there was like a good like eight week stretch where you started every single episode. I did. About penises. And I was like, God damn. Except this time you brought up the penises. It wasn't us. Yeah, you started it this time. We're just making fun of you. (laughs) Sometimes Nicole's yeah. as dirty as we are. We she we've done corruption. I can be, good, but huh? <laughs> I said I can be. <laughs> well, no, we kept it clean. I was we proud did. of us. I, we I, kept I think it clean. We, 
I had a couple of. Um, I think we, there was only like two or three swear words in the whole thing. Yeah, I think we. Yeah, we, I think I, I called my anything. son a dumbass because he texted me right in the middle oh, of yeah. the. Of you the did. and you per- said hell one time. That's the only two things that I caught. It's so hard for me not to swear when I'm. Well, like, when you're used to it. Well, I mean, I'm on the radio every day. You'd think I'd be okay with it, but I think it's because I don't want to not be myself, and myself is dirty. On the podcast, I want to be myself. I don't want to have to be somebody that I'm not, like mm-hmm. politically correct. And there's sometimes though that I'll be talking to somebody, and I don't know why I get a potty mouth, <laughs> but I'll even think to myself, "My God, my mouth is awful today. I need to quit swearing so much." So, well, we didn't swear, which was good. We didn't talk about penises. No, we did not. There was no genitalia involved. No. No discussion good. about genitalia. There were a couple of little kids in there, too. Yeah. Which was really disconcerting, I have to say. <laughs> it's like I knew that I could not mess up because yeah, there were was two little kids store, in there. So you didn't, even if they weren't in the room watching the podcast, if they're in the other room, we had a speaker. You can't be swearing like that. I know. I was <laughs> expecting to get clouded upside the head at any moment. Because I, I had you guys on either side of me. Pinch you. Stop! <laughs> Take your microphone away. So I had a, I had kind of a Martha moment today at work. Well, um, a me moment? A Martha moment. Because I, I got to work and it was hot in the office because they didn't have the air conditioning on and it was stuffy. And somebody had put on way too much perfume. Oh, I hate that. Oh, so my gosh. So when I walked in the office, it was like a punch in the face with this perfume stench. <laughs> A punch in the face with Charlie? Yes. Charlie punched me in the face (laughs) big time when I walked in. It kind of dissipated by like midday. I don't know if she had just just sprayed it like before she came inside or or what it was. But seriously, I was sitting there going, holy crap, I will never make fun of Martha again for her perfume obsession. (laughs) Uh, There's... I was telling Martha, there's this woman who comes into our office uh, and she gets into the elevator with us. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty much like that. You can't breathe while you're going up the six floors with her. But the only reason I have like I can stand it is because she wears Elizabeth Arden Diamonds Are Forever. And that was the uh, what my grandmother wore. Oh. My grandma passed away last year, and so I I don't know. So I still kind of like so to smell it once in a while. familiar to you. Mm-hmm. And it was all over her clothes and stuff, too, when we went through it. So I kind of oh. like it. Mm-hmm. Which is weird, but I don't. I can't breathe when she has all of it. <laughs> it's on. overwhelming. But yeah. yeah, I just don't understand why some women think that they have to bathe in the perfume to smell good. Because just the, I wonder if she was a little bit like okay. smoking or I don't, she could have done. Yeah, anything. that could be. She's she trying to hide the smell. I worked with this lady to... one time who was a serious hardcore alcoholic. Oh, and she perfumed. And it she up? perfumed it up to the point where you couldn't be near her. Yeah. So I. I don't know anything about this woman. I do know who you're talking about, though, because she, is she the one that she's a little short lady with her hair teased up and she has the little rolling bag with the dog inside? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So the other day she was coming in one door and I was coming in the other from opposite sides and we got to the elevator. She didn't have her little dog with her, but I saw her and I immediately headed for the stairs because I thought, there's no way I can be in the elevator with that woman. Yeah. And to be fair, Martha has asthma, so it's not right. just Right, it's not just being mean. I really have a hard time breathing. And you know what she did? She goes, I think I'll follow your lead. And she took the stairs with me. <laughs> so then I had to take the stairs twice as fast to stay ahead of her because she's 
So Martha's like so, running up the so stairs. No, really, I'm exercising. So when I get to the top, I had to use my inhaler because <laughs> it's six floors up. She didn't. She didn't go all the way up to six floors. I think she only went to the second floor. But holy crap! That's when you go to get a, open the door to the stairs and you go. Oh man, I forgot something in my car. I I don't and know why I didn't think car. of it. She was just so sweet, and I didn't want to be mean or rude. I know because you don't want to be. Mean. She's a sweet lady. It's just that oh my god, she's a little too sweet. Uh, that perfume. Whew. Yeah, I'm getting lightheaded just thinking about it. I understand. The one thing that saves the day in all situations is books. Yes. Oh, and it's hollow. Is it? It's October. It's October. Holy Officially, shit. today Woo. is the first. Oh, wait. Hold on. Yeah, that's my little microphone thing. Take a picture of that and put it on our Facebook page. Right, hold on, hold on. I love that microphone. I think that's the coolest looking thing ever. Very cool. We need to put that with our little uh, skeletons. The that candelabra, we got last year. the skeletons from last year. I got to dig those yeah. out. We'll have a full. We'll have a full on haunty ce- celebration on Friday when we're prepared. Because, like I said, that we weren't planning on doing a podcast tonight. We were going to put the live thing up, but there you go. By the way, uh, I posted a, the picture of us at Full Circle. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, <laughs> and it was some person named Liz, she said uh, she started bin- binge listening to our podcast from from star- starting from the beginning, but she started three two to three weeks ago. Uh-huh. But she's on episode 90 now. Holy wow. crap, she was really binging. Liz, look at you go. And she so. said she's having so much fun listening to us ladies. And occasionally gents. And then she said, keep up with the great work. Thanks you. Thank you. Well, that's, that's awesome. so nice. I love that. What's your name, Liz? Yeah. Welcome, Liz. More book girls, mo better. So you're getting a little extra Halloween uh, bang for your buck because we're an extra Halloween episode because of our um, because lost of our, podcast. Because of our fuck up. <laughs> it's, it was not. To be fair, it was not my fuck up for once. No. Because usually I'm the one that accidentally deletes the podcast or has some technical difficulties. But Mike was doing the honors. So, yeah. And I mean, it can happen to anyone. It does. It's, it's happened to me several times, so I'm not mad. Yeah. Shit happens. Besides, we have it on Facebook Live. So. Right. And we have the Facebook Live. If anybody Live wants to go look at it, so. go look at it on Facebook Live. And, you know, it's a learning experience. It's our first event. Yep. It's all good. It's all good. Girls, are we ready to do some Halloweeny? I'm feeling spooky, girls. Hook me up with some spooky shit. All right, hold on. I'm trying to post this picture on Facebook. (laughs) We are all so pumped up tonight. Whoop. Yay. (laughs) On a Monday night, we all have to work in the morning. And I still have to edit this when we're done. Amazon has a Dark Corners Amazon Original Stories. There's like seven of them. They're Kindle books, but they... Have audio narration. Really? They look pretty creepy. Maybe that's what I'll do. Cool. Okay. Bonnie, are you ready to go? Mm. Are you going to be first? Yes. Are you going to let Nicole go first? No, I'll go first. It's fine. I kind of cheated a little bit because I've read one of this, one of the books in this series, but I liked it and it was corny and it was stupid and it was Christopher Moore and I love Christopher oh, Moore. I love Christopher Moore. <laughs> it's Blood Sucking Fiends by Christopher Moore, a love story. And there's there's three books in this series. The first one's Blood Sucking Fiends. Then the next one is, does it bite me or you suck? Uh, 
Um, I mean, if you can't find it, I can go back. Practical to my demon library. keeping, less lizard, stupidest angel, blood sucking fiends. You suck and bite me. Yeah, that's what I thought. And what this is about, it's about a lady who's in her twenties, and she gets attacked by a vampire, and he turns her into a vampire. He turns her into a vampire and leaves her under a dumpster. So she wakes up and she's a vampire and she doesn't really even know what happened. But she gets it figured out and everything. And she's one of these women that need to be in a relationship. She can't be alone. But now she's a vampire. So she finds, what, like a toady? And like <laughs> turns, has him doing all of these errands and stuff for her. Her, her Renfield. What was the guy's name? Tommy. Tommy Flood. And he's just... Like, moved down there out of this hick town in, like, Idaho or something. So he doesn't know a lot about the city, and this happens in San Francisco. And so all he knows is he met this older, gorgeous woman who, for some reason, needs him to do these chores for her during the day so that she can sleep. And he doesn't even really question it. He just kind of does it. So he finds a job working nights so that he's available during the day at a grocery store and the night crew is probably my favorite thing of this all of these books they're called the they call them the animals and they just like i don't know how they get any work done at night at this grocery store because they just they do stupid stuff like turkey bowl with frozen turkeys (laughs) and two liter (laughs) bottles of pop and just destroy crap and spend the rest of the night trying to fix what they've destroyed Next time you go buy so- a two liter of soda and it's not fizzy anymore, that now you know why. It's because it's, <laughs> somebody's used it for turkey bowling. And the best part of it is they had an interview with Christopher Moore after on the audio of this. Uh-huh. And he said that he worked night crew oh at, my a, God. at a grocery store and they actually did turkey bowl. That's hilarious. You know that radio stations used to do that as a promotion at Thanksgiving until the whole salmonella thing. Really? <laughs> yes. We used to do turkey bowling as radio station promotions. That is super gross, by the way. <laughs> it's just, if anybody has read anything about Christopher Moore, by Christopher Moore, he is not right. Very not dry right humor. Head, but we love him. <laughs> and freaking hilarious as all get out. I. I love Christopher Moore books. Sometimes he gets a little too weird for me and I can't read some of his stuff, but this was one that I really liked. It followed logic enough that I could keep reading it. I need to try Christopher Moore because I haven't read any of his yet. He is. Yeah. Blood the, the, the humor is, is, is so dark. It is seriously dark, dark humor. Mm-hmm. And another thing that I like about this is if you've read any of his other books, this, I think this is the only series that has other characters in there from his books because the Emperor of San Francisco, yep. which is in Dirty Jobs, and, and the policeman from Dirty Jobs is in this series. Right. Which is, so I always like it when the, when, the, when the characters cross over. It's kind of like when you watch sitcoms and... One of the characters off of one sitcom is on another sitcom that you watch. Zitcom, is that what you said? Yeah. Sitcom. <laughs> you said sitcom. Listen, my nose is very stuffy because besides the perfume stench. Do you have another stench, dip in? <laughs> besides the perfume stench, my allergies are crazy. So this vampire is running, running rampant in the city. The one who changed Jody, which is the young lady's name in this. And he's also, then he starts just killing people and leaving them wherever Jody is. So then the p- 
policemen who are in this, detectives, start finding these dead bodies. And all the dead bodies are always right around the same place that Jody lives or Tom Flood works or the hotel that they stayed in or... So then they're being investigated for these murders that they didn't do, but they can't say that they didn't do them because Jody's been, you know, sleeping all day because she's a vampire because, you know, <laughs> just can't tell the police. That's a that. hell of an alibi. I'm sorry, Your Honor. My girlfriend's, uh, she's a vampire, so she couldn't possibly yeah. have killed that person she during the day. <laughs> she doesn't need an alimony. Alimony? Al- alibi. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you need uh-huh. some pills over there? <laughs> No, I can't breathe. An alibi. But like they get into like these all of these predicaments, like one of the dead bodies they throw in a freezer and Tommy like still puts his frozen dinners and the ice trays and everything on top of the dead body that's in the freezer. (laughs) And it's just stupid crap like that through the whole book that it's just funny. Yeah, it's just hilarious. I know it's not really a scary quote well, unquote. It's, we're we're putting it in that category because it's Halloweeny, and I mean there is death, <laughs> and it is a murder investigation, and they're vampires. Vampires. So. That's Halloweeny. That's not Halloween. every. I mean, most Halloween costumes are not that scary, right? Right. So there you go. And you know, you have a sexy vampire that's you know showing it off fits her in stuff. Perfectly. <laughs> kind of like what everybody else does on Halloween when yep. they dress up. Dress up like a sexy vampire. Exactly. Show some cleavage, put some fangs on, and you're set. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right. <laughs> That's all you need for your costume. A short skirt, a low top, and some fangs. <laughs> fangs for the memories. <laughs> but that was um, Bloodsucking Fiends by Christopher Moore. And if you like inappropriate dry humor, I would say read it. Been All there, done that, and it was excellent. And there are two more. So mm-hmm. if you like. I will say that the weakest of the three, though, was the last one. Yeah, I have to agree. Yeah, The first one I really liked. The second one I really liked. The third one, eh, not so much. But I had to keep reading it because I read the other <laughs> two. So got to have the full set. Right, exactly. Like what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. While you were talking, Bonnie, I was looking for the entire box set of the book I just read. Of the <laughs> corners. See, you understand. You understand. Maybe cheaper to buy them that way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I also went with Corny for our first book, mm-hmm. uh, mostly because I've been reading a lot of like dark stuff, anyways. And so you like, need to lighten it up really a bit. Like it. Yep. <laughs> so uh, people are going to judge me for this. I know it. But I read Dead Until Dark by Charlene, Charlene Harris, and it's part of the True Blood or Sookie Stackhouse or whatever you want to call it series. Mm-hmm. I love are, like, True Blood, names. though. The show or the book? Well, I read the first book. I did. I tried to read the second, and I didn't like the second, so yeah. I stopped there. But I watched I, but the I liked show. The first but I watched book. the show after that. I watched the show, and I was I'm not dirty enough to watch the show. <laughs> like. <laughs> Nothing's wrong with it, but... It is really dirty. Like, I can't blush that often. Like, like it hurts. It's yeah, you're like breaking it starts to get pains in your yeah. cheeks. <laughs> like, that is really dirty. It is dirty. Uh, for, I mean... And really strange. I mean, yes. why is it on Netflix? I want to watch it if it's that dirty. No, it's not. It's uh, HBO. If it's it not... It started out on HBO. Is it... True Blood? Is it, yeah, it it's, on, it's on Netflix now. Is, is it, really? it really? Yeah. I thought it was on Amazon. It, I don't think it's on Netflix. It's HBO. Or maybe it was on Prime that I watched it. Oh. 
I don't know. Because Netflix hasn't had it on. I've looked Wait for it before. Wait a second. I watched it on Netflix. They didn't have it streaming originally. Oh, okay. Maybe that's it. You mean you did like that I had, CD? That was before they did streaming. So I got it. <laughs> yeah, they don't have it on like Back streaming. in the olden days when the only way you could get Netflix was through the mail. Well, you know, I, I swear when I very first got Netflix streaming that it was on there. And I kept thinking... I need to watch that. And then they took it off. And then they took all the HBO ones yeah, off. Yeah, I think it's because of their deal with Amazon, maybe. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know if Penny Dreadful's still on there. Because that was an HBO show, wasn't it? I you might. They might be charged. They, now they have a deal. You have to pay $10 a month, I think. And you can get HBO on Amazon. So you, mm-hmm. like, you can watch all of their stuff. Or, yeah. Penny I Dreadful think it's too was good, too. Like what but, if that's a book? What? Penny Dreadful. I wonder if that's a book. Look it up. Yeah, um, maybe eventually. I have a lot of books right now to read. I tried to Google Penny Dreadful's book. And it says Penny Dreadful's was a 19th century publishing phenomenon. Yeah, I don't know that there was a book that went with that particular series. Oh. Okay. But it was good, though. I liked that series. It, it was, was dark. good. Nice and dark. <laughs> Super dark. Beautifully dark. And not extremely dirty, so you might like that one. Yeah. Um, okay, so th- my sister used to watch True Blood, and I thought it was one corny is all hell. Like, <laughs> <Of> literally. <laughs> You've got this southern vampire. Anyways, the the movie was nothing like the book. The book um, is follows Sookie Stackhouse, who's the main character, obviously. And she's always, it, it's in a set in a world in which vampires are, like, out in public. They're and uh-huh. They're known, and... The uh, rumor has it in the medical world that vampires are caused by a virus uh, that people catch. And uh, um. so they're not actually dead. They just have this virus that makes them allergic to garlic and eat blood. So <laughs> it's very weird. <laughs> but um, which I thought that was interesting that she put that in there. But Suki uh, lives in a very small town in Louisiana. She has, you know, a very southern accent uh and she lives with kind of a bunch of rednecks almost Uh in this tiny town and she's never met a vampire until one day this vampire walks into the bar she's working at and she has to serve him some blood because they sell it bottled now you know Mm -hmm. whatevs (laughs) kind of gross (laughs) but his name's bill of course and of course, he's tall, dark, and handsome, except he has these weird ass sideburns because he's from, you know, 1912. And that was style then. Yeah. <laughs> I would have but him shave vampire that shit bill. off. Vampire Bill. Yeah. Me, but, you know, maybe he has to retain that. Maybe he just grows back, like in, like in, um. Well, if it's like the no, he said, Twilight vampires, they're exactly how they are when yeah, they're, when they're dead, and they never yeah. change. Uh, he makes a comment in there that he said he's he was glad he had just shaved before he died. Oh, okay. Yeah. He had, he, yeah. But um, anyways, so uh, essentially the first book follows, uh, there's a mystery going on. Uh, a bunch of people keep turning up dead and some of them have fang marks on them in random places. And so they're trying to figure out, you know, who kills these people and could it be the new vampire in town that Sookie's Stackhouse is falling head over heels for? Of course. Of course. And this book is not rated G. Uh, there is some sex in there. Uh, it's not too graphic or anything, but there is, it's still there. And it's not Yeah. It's not just like 
and they went off into the night. So there's some description there's in there. Some thrusting involved. Yeah, but the, it's not as bad as the. It's nowhere near as bad as the show. As oh what God. the show? Yeah, uh, yeah. But it, it's um a really fun read. That's what I. It's definitely not something you need to read and take super seriously. It's something mm-hmm. to read when you're kind of in a lull and just want something that's mindless. And I think I read it in two days because it's like the little paperback mass market paperbacks mm-hmm. it was only like 340 yeah i was pretty this, sure yeah. i read it pretty quick too mm-hmm. but it was so fun i kind of like now i'm like i want to go buy all 14 of them yeah. they are very addictive yeah. sometimes when you get a hold of one of those really fun series it's just nice to hop in there and enjoy it yeah you just can't judge it too much because no. you'll find flaws with it it's just you have to yeah. go in that's like watching comics on, See, on TV or watching a cartoon. It's like sometimes you just need that. Your soul just needs to relax and enjoy something. Yeah. When I read it, um, I actually had to look and see when it was written because it seems like one or the other is copying off of Twilight or Twilight copied. I think Twilight actually off of them because Suki Stackhouse. I was going to say, that came before uh, Twilight. Because Suki Stackhouse can read minds. Everyone's mind except for Bill the Vampire. And in Twilight, Edward the Vampire can read everyone's minds except for, yeah, Bella. Um, I was reading like in high school. There was this thing it, it, that came out, and it was between Twilight, True Blood, and then like because you've got Anita Blake series, and then you've got um, Anne Rice her vampire series, mm-hmm. and how similar they all Everything are, is. and how they have evolved uh, the vampire world. So, and trying to argue who copied off of too so i don't know i i I just think they're both kind of i don't know i like reading them i think it was a fun read i liked it even though it was like a play on because i read twilight first Mm -hmm. so and it was like the opposite of what twilight but i liked twilight so i know you guys didn't like it too much but i liked it yeah but and i i think maybe one of the reasons too that i it enjoyed this one maybe a little bit more than Twilight. Not saying there's anything wrong with Twilight. Well, this was like more it. adult. Well, and there's actually a murder mystery in there, so you're yeah. kind of getting like, I, I don't, I have not read any of the other ones. To I'm going to make that clear. So I don't know if they're if they all continue to have like a actual plot to the other than like I mean obviously the huge romance that's going on and the the whole human follow falling in love with a vampire. It's pretty hilarious. <laughs> thing like I just the way they describe everything is yeah <laughs> but I liked it and it so it's called dead until dark and it's the Sookie Stackhouse series by Charlene Harris I mean I'd say it was a fun read I, the second one got a little too corny for me Did you it? might like it but I might have just not been in the mood for it too it's just really hard to say but I think the next one is like dead in Dallas yep yeah <gasps> or living dead in Dallas living dead in Dallas I just bought it yeah. Don't judge. I'm, I'm not <laughs> judging. If you like it, that's great. I mean, there there is the one series read. that I will judge, and I will not apologize for judging, and that is Fifty Shades of Grey. I've not read that. everything else. I read the first one. To each his own. And I will not apologize for it because it was so poorly written. Other than that, have fun reading whatever the hell you want. <laughs> I don't care. Just as long as I don't have to read it. Well, that's what makes everything great. Mm-hmm. Everything ha- everybody has different tastes. All right. I'm going to go 
all the way to the other end of the earth from what the two of you did. I'm going to review something that I had to start reading it two different times. I, I checked it out, started to read it, stopped because it was disturbing me. Me. That takes quite a lot to disturb me. Went and read something else, came back to it again. It's called Little Heaven by Nick Cutter. Now, a year ago, I reviewed Nick Cutter's The Troop. Uh, oh, I remember that book. And remember how gory and horrible that I'll one was. I will never, ever read that book. Yeah. <laughs> well, this one was not, it, it didn't really follow the same kind of story at all. Nick Cutter, I really enjoy his writing style. Having said that, this particular book was very, very difficult to read. It had two really confusing storylines going on at the same time. Um, there was some kind of a, I mean, there's these three killers that are wandering around and have some powers and weird stuff, which is a bit confusing. And they get hired, all these three killers get hired to go find somebody's nephew who is being possibly held against his will in this compound in the middle of the woods in New Mexico. And this place is called Little Heaven. And there's a preacher there who basically has convinced his flock to go up there and establish this commune. And so it's all that creepy religious thing going on. Ugh. Yeah. So it's like a but cult. There's, it is a bit, very bit cultish, but there's also kind of underneath all of it, this ancient evil thing going on. So it's creepy as fuck, you guys. I mean, creepy. Mm -hmm. I was creeped out. It sounds creepy. The reason that I wanted to talk about it is because some people really, really like to be grossed out. And if you want to be grossed out, this is your book. It is seriously gross. Ugh, no, thank you. And it's scare scary as fuck. I didn't understand a lot of it, to be fair, <laughs> because it was it was going here and there and every which way. But at the end of it, I, I could not stop thinking about it. Really? Yeah, because it was so creepy. That means it was a decent book, It though. was a decent book because of that. Because mm -hmm. after it was all said and done, I went, holy shit, that was fucking scary. Ugh. You know? Yeah. And if I think it's fucking scary. Then it has to I've be Because I've been going through all the lists, trying to find new horror books to read. Do you know how hard it is when you've read all the horror books? Yeah. I'm having a very difficult time finding new stuff to read because I've read so many of them. Yeah, I have trouble finding stuff that's actually going to be scary to me. Hmm. I like I read like true crime and stuff. So to me, just like that's I don't really feel like that's Halloweeny because mm -hmm. I already read them so much. Yeah. yeah. So I was trying. That's why I picked a vampire book. Yeah. <laughs> and th see, that's the thing is I've read all the vampire books. Yeah. I've read a very good portion of the zombie books, the ones I can stand to read. But you know what? A lot of Halloween is about corny. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're talking yeah. about werewolves and vampires, <clears throat> things that don't really exist. Yeah. And I like to read stuff like that, though. I find it fun. Mm -hmm. But books like this, this is a deeper level of fucked up. Mm. I mean, like seriously gross, disturbing. Fucked up. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So if you like that kind of stuff, this is your read for Halloween because it is fucking creepy and it's called Little Heaven by Nick Cutter 
it was uh, compared to Blood Meridian, which I didn't read. But I think now I kind of have to read it to kind of get... Just to see. Yeah, because Justin read that. He's one the one that... Um, oh, he reviewed it. Yeah, he reviewed it he on this podcast. He said that it was a really gross Yeah. Book. Well, this has been compared to that. He said it was really bloody. Yeah. So I'm kind of thinking now, just for a comparison, I'm going to have to read Blood Meridian. Mm. We'll see. I have to wait a while, though, after reading that one. Whew. Now, that Blood Meridian seemed like it was pretty intense. <clears throat> I don't know if I want to read that one. Yeah. I don't know. That might make you feel. Well, I felt really grossed out while reading <laughs> this. I can tell you that for nothing. So feeling grossed out is okay with you. It's just all the other feelings, all the other emotions. That I don't like not cheese. Okay. <laughs> that's the thing I, when I was watching I went to see Little Women in the theater with a friend and I laughed through the whole thing because it was so intensely cheesy to me the way all the scenes they were all gathered around together uh, I don't know it just it just seemed so fake to me yeah it's but like in the book don't behave it's not, that way in the book it wasn't exactly like that and you're talking about another century they might have were you alive in the 1800s oh shush I just find it cheesy. I, I don't mean, like you it. are old, I didn't but want... were you alive in the 1800s? Ooh, that was a low, <laughs> low blow. I'm only 10 years older than you, bitch. <laughs> Maybe me and my sister gathered in circles. It's definitely heating up in here, guys. You did not. <laughs> I don't know. I just... Only when we were getting in trouble for beating each other up. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Circle around, you know, torturing each other. Uh, no, I'm talking about when we were getting in trouble by mother because we had been fighting all day. Oh, yeah. Everybody likes different stuff. I don't like things that are excessively cheesy or romantic. I just don't. And I, I think it's because in my experience, those sorts of things don't exist. But you don't even like, you don't like them when they're intensely sad either. You're right. I don't. So. Well, it depends on your definition of sad. Stuff that's too real, like. I don't like books about child abuse or, you know, kidnapping or, you know, that kind of stuff. You can turn on the fucking news and watch that. I read to escape. I don't want to mm-hmm. look at something that I could turn on the news to see. Know what I mean? That's why I like dystopian novels and things that don't, you know, vampires and shit like that. Stuff that you could pretend doesn't really exist. I don't want to be dipped in child abuse and well i don't domestic I don't violence necessarily and, like to read books about that but i'm just talking about like and the kite death runner, and war you didn't like and, that and ugh. no i'll read about stuff that doesn't exist I, i'll take that Boy in the striped day. pajamas you wouldn't read that no no it's great i don't want to read about that i want to read about stuff that's i was reading about ellie weisel yesterday who ellie weisel ellie weisel who wrote night but you know what I didn't know? Night mm. is one of three books, which is the first one. So I'm going to have to go read all the other ones. <laughs> I did not know that. And that he really didn't want to write about his experience in the Holocaust. Well, why would you want to relive that? Well, cause because you sometimes want, you got to relive like history. Well, that's what I'm saying. They is like to it, tell you, their story. He probably didn't want to write it because reliving it would be horrible, but did so because his well, story would benefit. He also thought that nobody would want to read his story because everybody was writing about it at the time. Oh. And, and then he became like the number one 
Holocaust like remembrance author. Hmm. I thought it was pretty fascinating. Yeah. Hmm. And one of the most famous pictures uh, that you've probably seen, it's a guy. Okay, it's like uh, when they had liberated Auschwitz, um, there's a guy standing up and he's like, obviously like starving mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and holding a pair of jeans. And then it's a bunch of men in bed racks. Yeah. Do you know what picture I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Uh, mm-hmm. Ellie Wiesel is actually on the second row, seventh to the left. Oh, my God. In that oh, wow. picture. The, see, that kind of stuff makes me so sad. I can't believe that monsters exist exist yeah. like that. That's why I don't like to read that kind of stuff, because I don't want to believe that people are that evil. Yeah. I want to but pretend like they don't. Evil. I know they are, but I want to pretend like they don't. They're like they're not. But then there's always good things. Like he found his, two of his sisters, two of them. Yeah, he didn't know they. Um, you can't lived. focus on the evil. Yeah, unless you you're having a Halloween on... <laughs> podcast, and then you can because that's you got to focus real. on the people who overcame and survived. Not on Halloween. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you want to talk about real monsters, <laughs> there was yeah, We talk about those all year round in our podcast. These are just the Halloween-y type. Yeah. Like vampires. Even if they are super corny, like Jody the Vampire and Bill. And the Emperor of the Emperor San, of San, San Francisco, Francisco with, and, his, with his troops. Yeah, with his dogs. His dogs. And do you know that um, Christopher Moore actually came up with that character off a real person. He had never met him, but... He was a homeless man in San Francisco? He was a homeless man in San Francisco a long time ago. I can't remember if it was like in the 1900s or whatever, but he was a little mentally unstable, and he thought that he was the the emperor of San Francisco and Mexico. And so he would would always, you know, tell everybody that and how their safety was, you know, his responsibility. And he was so famous that... Like restaurants would give him food and clothes and everything for free. Well, that's cool. Because he was the emperor of San Francisco. See, sometimes you can like weave history in. Yeah, and to I your, love to your writing. I love when they do that. Yeah. All right, girls. I just asked Travis if he had an eBay account, and his response was, "Why I might? <laughs> I could check." And then my response is going to be, "Send link. Can you buy for me?" <laughs> <laughs> And it's the 13 Suki Stackhouse. $36.95. See, that's what my husband always says. Why? (laughs) Honey, do we have an eBay account? Why? (laughs) It's for books. Do you need any more books? Yes, I yes, do. Yes, I do. I need these. It's $36.95, and there's 13 books. So if you divide it, it's $2.80 <laughs> per book. I'm saving at $2 per book. That's a lot of money times 13. That's $26. I'm saving Look $26. It's not about, it's not about the money you that you're being spending. you a thrifty shopper over there. It's about the money you're saving. And look at the entertainment value. <laughs> So we're going to be back in here in just a few days to do another episode. It's a good thing we did all of our reading in September for our October books. Well, not quite. I still have a couple more to do. Yeah, for I still October, have a couple more too, but I'm I'm, I'm in the done can with for my several. third one. And Nicole's going to be in Suki Stockhouse care Suki Stackhouse <laughs> Suki Stack Stackhouse <laughs> territory for quite a while with 13 books to read. Yeah. I got to read something else. Yeah. But I have two or three on the way to my house, but 
like Amazon hasn't shipped them, so I've been hmm. waiting. But I think I'm going to read the Amazon one I was talking about earlier. Cool. See if they're any good. I haven't decided which one I'm going to do on Friday, but I got a whole list. So if you're into Halloween, you're going to love this month. I have two that I'll have done by Friday. That's sweet. Probably the first one. That way I can go in the order that I read them. Because I read the blood sucking themes. Blood. God dang, I can't talk. Blood Blood fucking themes. Blood blood fucking scenes. (laughs) (laughs) That's a whole other kind of book. (laughs) Blood sucking themes in September because I had all three of them to read. And for some reason, I was like, I was like two books up on podcast books. So Hmm. I like read a lot for some reason. Oh, I do want to say thank you one more time to everybody, to you guys especially, for making our event such a wonderful success. It was fun. Alyssa and Caleb both for being there with us. Jessica for being there in spirit. Mm-hmm. And for full, full, full Circle Books for letting us have the event at their place. And for, from Coop Aleworks also for allowing us to do our event. And also since this got cut out of our other one. Happy birthday to my sister who turned 45 on the 29th. Happy birthday, Vicky. Woo. Woo, woo. All right. We'll see you on Friday. And that's going to do it for Three Book Girls. Can't get enough of Three Book Girls? Join the conversation on Facebook and follow them on Twitter and Instagram. If you really love them, share the podcast with a friend. Three Book Girls, a Steel Trap production.